There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Before we get started on today's episode, we just wanted to let you know how you could work with Made by Mamas as a partner. If you listen to the podcast regularly, you'll hear that we love working with brands that we're really passionate about. And that could be talking about a brand's fantastic products on the podcast to someone listening right now like you, giving a shout out on socials or even hosting an event for you. If you're listening and you'd like to hear a bit more about how we partner with brands and how we could potentially work together, we would love to chat. Send us an email to mbm at insanity hq.com that email address is also in the podcast description too we can't wait to hear from you now let's get started on today's podcast hello and welcome to made by mamas the podcast i'm zoe and i'm georgia and we're here talking all things parenthood you know the real conversations tips and tricks products we love and brands we can't live without let's get into it Hello and welcome to Friday's episode of the podcast. Oh, look at me. I never normally do an intro like that, do I? This is going to be a serious episode, guys. <laughs> well, I'm so fancy these days. Normally we just start laughing at one another. I can imagine you're sitting reading from some cards and you're <laughs> tapping them on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Shuffling my papers. Um, no, we're really excited to bring you today's um, episode because today, um, well, October brings World Menopause Day and it happened this week. So we thought we would do a whole episode today dedicated to you guys if you've got any symptoms, you know, perimenopause or menopause or aches and pains, body changes, anything like that, that we would kind of go through your questions and give you some advice and just kind of read out how you're feeling really to make sure you know you're not on your own. Um, Georgia, we've also got a special guest coming up at the end of the episode. Yes, we have. We are going to be chatting to Priya, who's the founder of the underwear brand Nudea, and she's going to be sharing her experience as well as giving us a little insight into her brand. Yay! How are you, George? We're over the the worst of it now um i had someone out to clean all the mattresses the carpets the sofas yeah absolutely everything yesterday um mm. i mean i did think at one point Gigi just liked the lifestyle of being sick a little bit too much um and she needed God. to get back to school <laughs> oh poor little thing you've had it all really badly haven't you when someone says oh we had a sickness bug it was like having a sickness bug times 100 i haven't i didn't realize that you could mm. have like it could be that bad axel mm. was probably sick well more than 30 times like easily more oh than 30 times God. i mean it, it was unbelievable it was like a horror film we were all on the early hours of sunday morning we were all fighting over places to be sick <laughs> 
well, we're all so sorry for you. Do you know what? Obviously, we did. I did the ins and outs on the Tuesday, but so many uh, alone. But so many people had been messaging on like direct message and you know just kind of sending their love from afar. So I'm so glad you're back. Yeah, I'm back and fine. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's half term on well today, Friday. Um, so the kids are breaking up, which is really nice. And I've actually got for the first time. You'll be really proud of me. I've actually decided not to take a week's cover at work and to spend a whole week with the kids. I'm so looking forward to it. I genuinely have never turned down work in my life. And I just thought, do you know what? My kids really need me. I need my kids. I'm craving, like, you know, affection. And I I, I really need to be in their company. We've got loads of lovely things planned. We're going to do, like, jump in in Isha. We're going to go to um, Alice Holt for a big walk. We're coming coming into London. We're going to go to Hampstead and see some friends and go for a big walk. We're just going to have a really lovely family time together. So I've made the right call. You know, you definitely have. And I think we've spoken about this before it can be so difficult to like turn down work or turn down like turn down anything really um Mm. but sometimes half term is so much better if you just roll with half term and just think you know what I'm not going to try and do everything this week it's one week if I can just spend the time with the kids I'll just do it and I bet this time next week you're going to be like get me back (laughs) to work (laughs) 100% that happens 100% but we are actually talking about like hormones perimenopause changing bodies in this episode and obviously something you've spoken about quite a lot um going through what being in the perimenopausal stage is that what you say yeah Yeah. being perimenopausal yeah exactly going into perimenopause yeah I could talk about it till the, the cows come home because I think up until you know, my sister started to go through her symptoms. It wasn't really on my radar. You know, as a woman in her 30s at the time, I well, still am actually until next month. Um, it's just, you know, it was just a conversation that wasn't happening. In fact, I don't mm. really ever remember having it with anybody. I didn't know what the symptoms were. You know, it just it just wasn't around. Um, but then obviously everything that's happened, you know, with, with my family and the family history and my poor sister and everything. And, and, Davina McCall and Lisa Snowden and Kate Thornton and all these amazing women that are talking about it suddenly were able to have open and honest conversations about how shit it is yeah I mean I had no idea and I mean I didn't have any idea before I met you actually anything about the menopause um I you know my family I think my mum had a partial hysterectomy quite early so she didn't know when she went through it um and then my nan took HRT didn't realize when she went through it my auntie had a full hysterectomy so was forced in you know forced yeah. into it Surgical, so I don't yeah. yeah I don't know what my family history is and I'm so glad that we've had these conversations because now I sort mm. of know like the things to look out for what like what I guess what happened like when did you think actually Mm. I'm going to go and see somebody well it was the January 2020 so just before we went into lockdown I had been having horrible symptoms for about five months before that so I guess it's about a year after Kit was born that my symptoms started and actually the first thing was my periods my periods were were speeding up I was always really regular 28 days 28 days and then suddenly it was 24 days 21 days then it was 16 days and then I I was every 14 and then I was just uh, spotting, spotting, spotting. And then they just stopped. And I didn't, I don't think I had a period for around 50 days. Um, I mean, that was, so, so I started, you know, the differences in my cycle, my moods, my lows. I mean, I had depression 100%. I couldn't get myself up out of bed in the morning. My hair loss was terrible. I had really bad, as I said, you know, mood swings, but brain fog, awful brain fog, um, 
and and just a feeling of being absolutely terrified. I was so frightened, especially doing what I do, where I have to be very quick. I have to use my brain a lot. Um, I just I was like, I'm never going to work again. Um, I I was thinking, who who you know, will Dozza still love me? Will he still fancy me? I just felt awful. So it was in the January that Dozza said, you know, you absolutely 100% now need to go and see the doctor. We need to get the blood test done. And then it was January, February, March. And then in March, they confirmed it. And that's when I went on to HRT. So I did get quite a quick diagnosis because I know that lots of women have messaged us saying, I'm going in there with achy joints, you know, with highs and lows, and I'm being sent away because they think that I'm just a tired mum. Whereas actually Mm. I'm 40 and, you know, 100%, you know, you've got perimenopausal symptoms. So that is the thing as well, isn't it? Because so many, you know, you had, well, Kit wasn't even, how old was he when you started getting the symptoms? So like, like not like not very 15 old. months. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like not even two. And so you are really tired and you do, you know, mm. you do get brain fog, but there is a difference. And like, mm. I think if any, you know, anyone listening to this, stru- like if you feel like you're struggling to cope and you there is even may you know you think it could be a possibility then definitely like go to see the gp because i think so often you can just live with these symptoms for so long thinking oh it's just you know i've got a young baby and you know i've got a busy life and mm-hmm. it's just it's just the way it is but actually that you can you can get help can't you and like i yeah, know i know i know from from you that it's not always like straightforward and it might take a few attempts to get the right yeah and also i think i think it is quite difficult in some some you know it's quite difficult to diagnose with a blood test because your hormones do different things at different times of the month so you know you might get two blood tests where they're like oh but your estrogen levels seem fine at this point you have to really go on your symptoms you have to really listen to your body and if you're getting to the point where um, you know, your brain fog is so severe, you think you need to go and have a brain scan, which happened to me. You've got to listen to that. You know, that, that those that's our body's way of telling us that there isn't that, that, that there is a lack of estrogen. Estrogen levels have dropped so much that, that it's having such a big impact on your body and your mind. So definitely do something about it. But we've got we've got loads of we've had loads of questions, loads of kind of responses as to how people are feeling. Uh, I'm going to kick us off. I could talk about this all day. Hair loss, dull skin, achy joints, dry eyes, dry vagina. Yes. Horrendous. <laughs> absolutely horrendous all of those symptoms not particularly yeah. nice I'm wondering what this person's doing about it yeah and she's also put as well brittle nails hearing loss I've, n- yeah. I've never heard of that mm. weight gain that's just my body my mind is something else I mean oh, when God, you write it all off. down yeah no. when you you sort of read all of that you think oh my goodness but mm. I guess it's it's good. I guess it's good to be prepared as well and know that you're not going mad, and and all these things are a real a real thing, and they are actually happening because of something that's going on in your body. Yeah, it's really good to be aware of what what's as I said, what is going on with your symptoms, and just go straight to your GP and just tell them that all of these things are happening to you. And if you can take HRT, I would highly recommend it. Since I changed from the oral HRT onto the patches and the coil, things have got drastically better for me, drastically better. And I'm actually about to go and have my testosterone level tested as well because because I'm quite lethargic. I haven't got much of a libido at the moment. And um, I'm seeing Dr. Naomi Porter, who's absolutely incredible. And she said to me that there might be, you know, an issue with my testosterone. So at that point, we will then, you know, assess the situation and I might have to, yeah, use like a testosterone gel. Keep you posted on that. Yeah. This is from Abby. Hair thinning and loss. It's affected my confidence so much. Oh, me too. Yeah. And you've spoken about this as well, George. Haven't you about your hair loss? Yeah. 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 I mean, 
this is obviously from for a different a different reason but my hair is actually there's a difference between hair loss and hair shedding which I learned and Mm. so mine is shedding where it means that it's not growing so normally like it would grow for like five years or something and then fall out and then the next hair would grow but actually it's falling out prematurely so then it means that the ends are thinner um and that's just that's got a lot to do with my diet although I am waiting for a blood test because they did send me for a blood test and there's there's a possibility that I might be low on iron um or something like that at the moment so it is worth maybe you know going to get that checked out um Mm. to see because we can we so often take like supplements willy-nilly don't we thinking oh I'll just take this one but actually there's no point unless you know what you're deficient in well I found it really interesting that you said that actually it doesn't really matter about what you eat for dinner when it comes to hair loss it's actually breakfast that's the most important meal for hair yeah so breakfast is the most important meal um and then lunch is quite important as well and then dinner is almost just it it, you know it doesn't affect you (laughs) it doesn't affect your hair whatsoever um so so yeah she said to me that in uh, for breakfast you really need to be getting protein and carbohydrate it's something to do with like the energy, like the energy your hair needs to like repair and grow and all that kind of stuff happens in the morning. And also like things like fasting. So like, that's what I'd been doing. I'd been leaving eating till 12 o'clock at like lunchtime, that kind of thing, which is mm. quite easy mm. to do when you're a parent. Mm. Um, it, it's really bad for your hair, really bad. Wow. You should be eating every four to five hours. Again, like low carb diets, awful for your hair. Um, all these mm. things that, you know, all these things when we're trying to control our weight, which again is, you know, a symptom when you're heading to, towards the menopause, like weight gain, that, that kind of thing that we turn to, that we think, oh yeah, I'll try intermittent fasting. Oh, I'll cut down on my carbs. I'll cut down on my fats. They're all really bad for your hair. So interesting. So interesting. But also Going back to Abs's Abs's message, um, it's the one thing that crushes me has been mm. the hair loss. I mean, like I sob with it, and I still sob with it. And even when I've got a full head of extensions in, I, I still feel, gosh, really? Like it used to be so beautiful, and it used to be so thick. I reckon I've lost half of my head of hair. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm going to go and actually see this, the same people that you that you saw, George, to see if there's anything that I'm missing. But yeah, I really do feel you, and I, I know about the, the confidence being knocking as well. I was just saying to you off mic, wasn't I, George? That I just feel so unconfident at the moment, and I feel like oh, I feel like I just want to hu- like hide away in a hole and not come out. Mm-hmm. But the the clippings that you wear, or have you got clippings at the moment? I know yeah, the ones clippings, that you yeah. wear are yeah. amazing. The Beauty and Works so ones, are, I've just changed to. Yeah, they're the lovely. Ones you use. They're yeah. so good, and you would never know like you really wouldn't so there are loads of things that you can get that can help boost your confidence 100% Carly Carly Musa's texted she was on the podcast last week actually Uh, weight gain the worst memory shorter patients foggy head dizzy spells oh yeah the weight gain one's quite interesting. Lots of people are um, talking about weight gain around their stomach, that it happens, yeah. you know, it happens when we get older anyway. But obviously a symptom of being perimenopausal is weight gain around your tummy. It's really hard. I mean, also, I think for me, that had quite a lot to do with like the white wine that I was drinking. I've cut boozing out now for a couple. Well, I don't booze in the week anyway. Um, and I think, yeah, just, just things like white wine and stuff with all the calories that just sit straight on the tongue, sadly. Yeah. It's not fun, um, is it? No. It's really not fun. I really want someone to send something in really positive. Like, I'm thriving. <laughs> I'm thriving. <laughs> yeah, you are thriving. We'll be right back after this short break. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? This is from Michelle. I haven't seen my GP yet, but considering seeing a private specialist about it as I'm 39. So you've been to both, haven't you? And what would you say the differences are? Lisa, Lisa Snowden, I bumped into Lisa Snowden she um do you remember her she's uh she's she's a yes. tv presenter she's on this morning she, she said to me yeah. you need to go and see my specialist her name is dr naomi potter and she will give you a private consultation i think i think it cost i think yeah it wasn't cheap it was 300 pounds um but she does it over zoom you get 90 minutes with her you tell her all of your symptoms and then she can either send you away for blood tests or she can just give you an assessment and kind kind of have a look i was obviously already on the oral hrt so i'd already sort of had my diagnosis but She's got a full network of people. If you've got private healthcare, you might be able to um, get some of that. Although they're weird about the menopause with the private healthcare lot, of course they are. Um, but you should do some investigating. I would say you get a much more um, considered and um, kind of um, more sort of tailored approach to it if you if you do see a private specialist. But it is more expensive, obviously. The oral yeah. HRT doesn't work with some people. Um, I had, as I said, the Myrena coil fitted and that's where I get my progesterone and it's localized now because when I was taking the tablets, I was getting really sore boobs. Um, I was getting, um, you know, really bad P- like PRT, like, you know, I was going to say pre-rave tension then. What's it called? <laughs> PMT. <Pre-mastered>, yeah. <laughs> like PMT. I was getting sort of weird, sort of heavy fake bleeding. And anyway, I was progesterone sensitive. So now I've got it localized. So we only get it released into the womb area. So yeah, I, I would highly recommend her, but there are obviously loads of great specialists out there. And actually on the um, private healthcare thing, you can actually add on like a menopause, like add on if you want to. So if you're not at that stage yet, but you know, you're a woman, it's probably worth doing. And if it's through your work, it's worth asking them if they include yes. it in your policy because they should do. And it's probably not going to be that much extra to add on. But when the time comes, it, I mean, it's really, it will really help and ha- probably help you get a quicker diagnosis yeah really good advice George that no libido tired stomach pains where has the real me gone oh gosh well George I mean I think you could probably kind of comment on that anyway as being you know a a, a knackered mum and someone that does about 50 million jobs as well like the libido side of things is it, it can it can fall off a cliff can't it yeah and in the same way that you know after having a baby or if you're going through a stressful time or you know any any changes in your life that can be something that happens and Mm. also just not feeling like yourself that you know that can happen at lots of different stages and I guess you know we, we say this a lot 
we really have to remember like to do things for ourselves and even mm. more so when we're not feeling 100% like you said this morning well, before before we started recording you said I just you know I'm just not feeling that great at the moment I don't yeah. feel that confident and I think mm. at those times it's even more important to wrap yourself up and do something for you and also yeah. sometimes acceptance acceptance that you know you might not you might not feel like yourself for a little bit but you'll do the things you can to to make yourself feel as as good as possible but there there will be periods in your life where you just you're not going to feel 100% and it's almost accepting it knowing that there's nothing wrong with you for feeling like that and kind of rolling with it a bit, I guess. Mm. Sometimes I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to always to always show up and always be the best versions of ourselves. And, and, and sometimes it's just not possible. Sometimes there's so much going on that we can't be and we don't feel like it. I think if you tell, you know, tell your mates, tell, tell your partner, tell people around you, listen, you know what, I'm not feeling that great at the moment. So if you do cancel last minute or if you do, you know, you might seem a bit off, they know they understand and yeah, they, can they support what's you going on. yeah because mm. i think sometimes that is the worst thing is worrying what other people think uh, like ask yourself the question in which household uh, you know that you know of and maybe that you don't know of you know of a, of a mother that gets to the end of the day and you know having either worked or parented all day you know done done dinner time done bath time done bedtime story time you know got yourself ready for and then open the door and gone bounchika wow wow now how can i service you it's like it's just utter bullshit it is too exhausting to even start thinking about sex at the end of the day you know, as a whole. So I understand about the libido thing. And I think that can be quite scary because you actually start thinking, do I, am I ever going to want to have sex ever again? But I, I genuinely think to make you feel less alone, I know I'm feeling it 100%. I have to have these constant conversations with Dozer about it, that it's not him, that it's not us as a couple. It's me that I literally feel, you know, a lots of time. I just feel numb and slightly dead inside when it comes to sex at the moment and that's because of x y and z and then sometimes when I'm feeling perkier I'm like oh I feel perky and it is frightening for me because I used to have you know one of the highest libidos out of anyone I know but I know it will come back at various points it's just about communicating it um, and be kind yeah. to yourself like you're going through a lot don't 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 keep beating yourself up you know yeah absolutely my granny mum and auntie all had an awful time of it I'm 35 and I'm terrified yeah yeah, of course you're going to be terrified if, if you know if that's if that has been your fa your family narrative. But um, things have moved on a lot since our mum's generation, uh, especially in our yes. granny's generation, where they were sort of just taught to, oh, you know, just get on with it. And here's a here's a fan, uh, like we've talked about before. If you can take HRT, it's just absolute godsend. And there's loads of other things that we can do for it. So yes, it will be a bit scary for a while, but hopefully because of your family history, you'll know your symptoms as soon as they start. Yeah, exactly. And also remember everybody's different so just because that's been the narrative for everyone in your family you might be the one that changes it I was actually having a conversation with Vicky she's on um, Instagram as Impo Life oh yeah she's and great she, she's such she's got such great energy and she was talking about the menopause and she was saying you know there is so you know so much around it but she doesn't want people to be scared going into it because actually now she's sort of going through it she said 
I've, I can't, because I knew the symptoms and because I knew what to look out for, I got to the doctor probably before I would have done in the past because now I know so much more and I'm getting the help I need. So actually it's helped me get through it. And like Zoe says, things have come on so much more that hopefully all of this conversation isn't, you know, scaring people when they're, you know, when they are approaching that time. It's actually just giving them the knowledge that, they can go to the doctor and not suffer for too long. Yeah, um, yeah. And so that is that's the that is the positive thing about us talking about it all the time is that we're not going to be sit- sitting there suffering for years and years like our you know our parents, our grandparents that they, they did. Um, hopefully, we're going to have the confidence to get to the GP and say, "Listen, I need I need some help. What you know? Yeah. What can I do?" Um, exactly. I think, yeah, I think this this so it's so positive that we're talking about it. I mean, I know that I'm going to be so so prepared um when the time yeah as soon as you start as soon as you start getting a bit ragey or a bit forgetful I'm going to be like right off to the doctor (laughs) off to the doctor you go Now, Georgia and I are really excited because today we've teamed up with the incredible brand Nudea uh, and we're going to be shortly joined by their amazing founder, Priya Downs. We will be and I'm really excited for this chat. Did you know, though, that 80% of bra wearers are wearing the wrong size? 80%. Yeah, do you know what? I'm quite shocked by that, but it doesn't really surprise me because I very much was sitting in that 80% camp for a very long time. Um, But Nudea are here to help. In support of World Menopause Day, Nudea are encouraging women to check their breast size to ensure they feel as comfortable and supported as possible during this turbulent time. Now that really, because of what I'm going through, speaks my language. Let's find out more from Priya. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Hi, Georgia. Hi, Zoe. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so thrilled to be on this show because menopause is a subject that affects our customers and it's on my personal radar too. So Priya, tell us, how did the idea for Nudea come about, especially when thinking about, I don't know how much our breasts can change through menopause and perimenopause and beyond? Sure. So Nudea was really born out of my own frustration shopping for underwear. As a working mum of three kids, I found my underwear choices were either lacy, uncomfortable bedroom lingerie or just a boring basic bra. And in truth, I really didn't know where I would go to get a, just get a decent bra that was comfortable and affordable and didn't require me to go in store to get fitted. So this is what really inspired me to create the brand. Um, I wanted to create an underwear brand that really empowered women like, like myself to feel their best every day with great underwear that's designed to support, fit and flatter and just be comfortable all day. An interesting fact that I learned actually very early on when I founded the brand is that the average UK woman goes through six bra sizes in her life. Wow. Oh, wow. I know, it's amazing, which is no surprise when you actually put your mind to it and go, so many natural events cause your breasts to change. So anything Mm. from your monthly cycle, pregnancy, weight loss or gain, and of course, menopause can cause you to change bra size. Mm. Wow. Particularly during menopause, your breasts go through all sorts of changes in size and shape. And this, this can mean that your bra no longer sits right or feels comfortable or doesn't support you in the way it should. Like going to the dentist, I, you know, everyone should be getting, getting fitted regularly, um, ideally up to like once a year, maybe twice a year, because oh, I wow. think it makes such a difference to your comfort 
especially during menopause and in this period of your life. So that's, I mean, there's like, it's like a huge misconception there, isn't it? Because I mean, so you started the podcast saying, you know, a few years ago I got measured and I was wearing the wrong size when actually, what should we be getting measured? How often should we be getting measured? You said twice a year, but maybe post-pregnancy, like if you've experienced weight loss, weight gain, um, Mm. it should be more than that. Mm. Yeah, ideally. I mean, I think, I think, you know, even your monthly cycles can affect your um, breast size. I mean, I think we've all felt like breast tenderness through during our periods. Um, and so you, you can actually change and fluctuate between sizes. So I do think it's really important to get to get checked. And especially if you're going through that life change, like menopause, or pregnancy, I think it's even more important that you get yourself checked uh, more often but at least if 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 you don't have the time at least do it once a year I'd say I think it's crazy as well how long we hang on to our underwear for like I don't know about you George but I've I've still got bras in my bra drawer knicker drawer where they're all shoved in together that I've probably had for about seven or eight years and mm. I haven't even thought about going to get them you know sort of refreshed I mean it was uh, the, I'm still hanging on to the ones that clearly don't fit me any longer with clothes and stuff we get new season stuff that comes in all the time but with underwear we just seem to hang on to it constantly do you find yeah. that George yeah oh no absolutely and I find as well if I do buy myself a new bra then my clothes have a new lease of life as yeah. well because actually your t-shirts look better when you're wearing a well-fitting bra you, you feel more you feel more confident you feel more comfortable um it's a, yeah it's actually amazing what wearing the right size can do yeah and I think also it it, it gives you a lot it gives you it can help with your posture as well so wearing the right bra actually makes you just opens you up just makes you like look your best feel your best and and ultimately can actually um, you know, we all we all know that gravity is going to get to us one day, and actually wearing a, a decent fitting bra can actually help. Um, you know, keep your breasts supported and really just looking their best. So, um, under all your clothes, as you said, you know, if you've got a decent a decent bra on, it can make your t shirt, your shirts look look so much better. It's, I can't get my head around because George and I were chatting you know, before we started recording, is it one in five women are wearing the wrong bra size? That just seems completely crazy to me. And um, I've spoken about this again, lots on the podcast, but obviously being perimenopausal, it's something that I've noticed, you know, is really happening to me. You know, the the change in shape, the elasticity of my breasts, and I'm finding underwear, you know, quite hard to buy. That's why we love Nudea because it kind of covers all the bases, comfort, support, versatility, all that kind of stuff. Is it true that you're going through something similar? Yeah, actually. um, So I'm 41 and my mum went through early menopause at 37. So it's, it's on my horizon. And there are a few things that I'm experiencing that make me question whether I'm already in that perimenopausal stage. And the more I learn, the more I think I might be. It's mm. all a bit daunting, but I'm just glad that, you know, for example, on this show and and there's just more airtime being given to subject now. It's amazing how little we know. But I think for me, what really stood out was the, the lack of information really around breast changes. I don't think, I think everyone knows about the hot flushes. And I remember that from my mom and the mood swings. But what you what people don't realize is how it actually affects your body, in particular your breasts. You know, your size, not only does your size change, but your breast tissue gets a lot softer, which means that, you know, not only do you need to get, um, you know, a more a different size, you may also need to get a different style that might support you better. Yeah. So it, it's 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 really important to check your size and possibly upgrade your bra to something that is more supportive and comfortable so that you can be in a better position to deal with all the other symptoms. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that because comfort is key, you know, during these situations where you just feel 
so uncomfortable constantly. You know, you really want to put something on that makes you feel okay again. I mean, I'm not suggesting that bras solve all, so, solve all the issues, but if you have got a bra that's, that's uncomfortable on, it just mm. it just makes you feel ag- aggy, doesn't it? I, ha- I hate it. Absolutely. And I think also when you are perimenopause, your breasts are probably more sensitive. I mean, you probably have really sensitive nipples. Um, you know, you, you just don't really want to be having, sometimes people just don't want to wear wires. I mean, there's mm. so, all sorts of things that kind of can add to your discomfort. Um, so I think just having a wearing a comfortable and supportive bra is just one less thing to think about when you're going through all these symptoms. Is there like a particular style of bra that you would recommend for perimenopausal women at all? Like, is there is there a style that maybe underwired or not underwired? I mean, I, I think it comes down to personal preference. Um, there is no reason why a wired bra should be uncomfortable, especially if you're wearing the right the right size. That said, I think we find a lot of our customers just prefer non-wired. And that's something mm. that sort of we've seen as a trend in COVID and then post-lockdown. I think people have just moved on to non-wired. And we actually do non-wired styles all the way up to a G and double G. So, um, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're small busted or you're larger busted. You know, you can wear non-wired bras for you. Um, mm. and generally I think in this stage, probably non-wired is a great option if you, you know, it's just really comfortable. Um, and you know, it, and all our bras especially don't have, um, seams on the cups. So it means that you don't have that nipple rub or seams, you know, around your band, which might make you that just add to the uncomfortableness of your bra. Everything's sort of seamless. Mm. Um, it doesn't, doesn't itch. We don't have any, you know, it's, um, labels hanging out or anything like that that might cause your skin to be irritated so I think it's like looking at looking at bras that have just better fabrics perhaps you know being aware of where the seams are um, non-wide I think really helps as well and also we were pretty excited because our tapes arrived in the post and when they <laughs> arrived we got a bit giddy and excited so you, you you do the measuring at home yeah we were mentioning earlier that 80% of women are wearing the wrong size and you know, we know that from our customer that it's absolutely true. I think lots of us have heard this, but what what we don't realize is why. And and we've we know from our own research that almost three quarters of women haven't been fitted in over three years. So it's no Whoa. wonder that many of us are walking around with with the wrong size bra on. Mm. And the biggest reason for not getting fitted is really down to convenience. Um, mm. And also, just for a lot of people, it's intimidating. You know, when you're having to get stripped down um, in a changing room with a stranger, probably your most vulnerable time when you're, you know, post-pregnancy or when you've lost a bit of weight or gained a bit of weight, especially the body changes that come through menopause. So one of the things that we felt passionate about was helping women get fitted in the comfort of their home. So we developed our own fit tape to make it really easy to measure yourself at home. Mm. Um, It's really amazingly accurate for self-fitting and you don't have to go to a store if you don't want to. Um, and it's amazing. you can keep it in your underwear drawer and you can measure yourself as often as you need to. So getting measured then, you know, once, twice a year or even monthly then becomes so easy to do for yourself. Yeah. I remember, um, um, being pregnant, heavily pregnant with Luna and going to, I won't name them, but going to a very well-known high street store to get some bras. And I remember thinking, I'm really uncomfortable. I'm really heavy, but I just want to feel sexy. I'm going to try and get a really nice, gorgeous bra. And I went and I had this awful experience in the, um, dressing room with this lady 
that was like, oh, forget about sexy. It's all breastfeeding and baby from now onwards. And I just remember thinking, oh God, I'm never going to feel sexy ever again. I'm going to be, and then she tried to put me in these massive, they were like over the shoulder boulder holders, you know, those like bras that were as big as, and I was like, this is just awful. I've never felt more unattractive in my life. And then, then ended up crying and leaving without buying anything. So I think I would have loved to have known about you guys or, you know, had you been around when I was, when I was pregnant with the kids, it would have been so lovely to just do it in the comfort of my own home. Oh, absolutely. It's actually no wonder that so many women put off going to have a fit as well, because yeah, you hear those experiences so often. It's so common, honestly. I mean, and, and I think when you think about what these sales associates are there for, is that they're there to sell you a bra. So um, what we find a lot of our customers say is that, you know, they get fitted and then they get the, the big sales pitch, like, oh, here's a bra and they get shoved lots of bras in their face. And I think the great thing about having the tape is that you sort of can do it at home. You can do it at your leisure. No one's pushing you to do anything, mm. um, you know, and and I think that that's why it's been so popular for us. You know, I think a lot of our customers just really value it as a just a great tool. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> We're so excited about it, aren't we? Yeah, amazing. Well, I can't wait to see how you guys find it. I know. I can't wait to see what size I am now. It's been honestly so long since I checked properly. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. And once again, we absolutely love Nudea and we can't wait for more people to discover it. Amazing. Thank you. I'm excited. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Hands in the air. Reckon you're wearing the wrong size bra or not? Absolutely. I think what we should are actually. You? I wear a 32D. 32D? Yeah. Absolute wangers. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what? It's so much of that. The conversation really rung true with me because she said, you know, when you have your period or like the time of the month, your breasts can change. And sometimes I think, oh God, I'm really not wearing the wrong size. I'm really wearing the wrong size bra because this feels really tight. But then three days later, I'm like, oh no, it's it's not. It's absolutely (laughs) fine. Um, So I don't know. Do you think we need to have bras for different times of the month? Well, that's what she was saying. That's what Priya was saying. So maybe. I don't know. I think it's interesting. I just can't wait for the day. And I don't know what, whether it'll be getting my new Nudea bra in the post where I don't look down and see like a massive gaping hole between breast and bra. Yes. absolutely. Do you know what? That's me. Like 30% of the month, I'm like that. Then 10% of the month is filled, you know, filled out and bursting out. And then the other percent, which I can't work out in my head right now, is, is all right. So yeah, I'll be exactly the same. Well, I can't wait to find out. We'll, we'll all, and I'm going to do mine as well. So we'll we will let you know yeah anyone will have any guesses then send them in <laughs> yeah so we'll let you know anyway we can all do it together we can all send each other our new correct bra sizes with <laughs> we the fun can. we will have uh, Priya has really kindly offered all Made by Mama's podcast listeners 25% off all new day underwear using code MBM25 uh, that is a limited time offer as well so please 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 don't hang around and thank you so much to Priya for featuring on the podcast and anyone listening if you are going through anything we've mentioned um, in the podcast then please you know our DM are always open um, you can drop us a message and hopefully you don't feel so alone now yeah exactly and we would also love you to rate review subscribe and give the podcast a little follow um, and any guests George yeah any guest suggestions um, we would love to hear them we're not running out <laughs> but we do love to get your feedback um, and we will be back on Tuesday Made by Mamas is an Insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project 
there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.